3: From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional <laughs> idea. <shit. laughs>
0: Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown?
3: Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Okay, joining me on the other side, please welcome Jessica,
1: everybody. Jessica,
3: no, please welcome Xavier Guerrero. What's up?
1: How are you? I'm doing great.
3: What's new?
1: Uh, just giving out a uh, Nintendo Switch over there at rockfin.com. When's that happen? The end of the month. It's the end of the month. Yeah, we don't smoke the same. Sign up at rockfit.com and we will be giving out a Nintendo So story. you go to
3: rockfit.com slash we don't smoke the same.
1: Yep. We don't smoke the same. And how's
3: that going over there
1: for it's you? It's going great. We just had to, I don't know if you've heard this voice. Everyone's been doing sheesh. Have you heard that? No, what is There's that? this new little thing everyone's been saying and we had the guy that created it or the inventor of that stupid noise. <laughs> I know, it was the weirdest what thing. What is but, it? Sheesh. Sheesh. Some, what a, does that mean? Nothing. It this been, is officially I my, never heard of my
3: elderly moment. What are you <laughs> kids <too>. talking about? <laughs> And on the one, the two, the other senior citizen on the show, <laughs> no Johnny Woodard. What's going on, dude? Johnny? That's your first senior moment, right there, because oh, no, you didn't it's know it's what the cool kids do. Snapchat
2: doing. was my first senior moment. I have no. Is that I,
3: still going?
2: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a way. If you want to, in the modern era, if you want to get some nudes, that's you got to go on the snap, and that's. Uh, and I just don't. But understand
3: what stops it. me from the, the it guy's tells the person? It tells the
2: person if it you tells. do that. The only way. Oh, do
3: Instagram does that too now.
2: Yeah. Someone just took a picture. Well, it's too late. Well, someone's asshole just dropped out. Come <laughs> there, Instagram what? <laughs> oh my god, Johnny!
3: uh broken Sims dropping, huh? Yes,
2: yes, it's a good one. We did a we we did kind of a, did it in two parts because you were doing some comedy and yeah. uh, we. Oh, uh, yeah, we got into a lot of stuff. This was a long one.
3: So, go wh- where can they see it? They can listen uh, to yeah, it now.
2: YouTube.com slash Sam Tripoli if you want to watch the video, and then the audio is out wherever uh, podcasts are consumed. And it's
3: on YouTube and it's on Tripoli.com. All my shows are on Yeah, uh, All my free shows, whether it's Broken Sim. Uh, Cash Daddies, Union of the Unwanted Tinfoil Hat You can all just go to samtriple.com. We're about to have a 24 hour radio station Where That's you can cool. live stream Any of my shows all the time All the old shows will be on there Go check that out If you want to support the show There's some t-shirts you can get Go to samtriple.com for t-shirts Or go to Tinfull Hat shirtscom Please make sure it is our website. Please make sure. Because some Chinese that's people so are funny. knocking it off. And that's fine. Uh, and it's not fine, but it's a <laughs> you know, it's like a sign that you're doing. It's a good something. sign. It's a good sign. All right. Uh, a brand new shirt dropped. New shirt alert. New shirt. Alert. Opiate of the asses uh, has just dropped. That's gonna be my tour. This summer, I'm going to be the, doing the Opiate of the Asses tour. And uh, you can grab the t-shirt now. I love it. And it's based off of Opiate for the, of the Masses. It's Opiate of the Asses. So go check that out. The uh, Disney shirts are available. What else do we got on there? Uh, we go deep, homeboy. Local celebrity started pushing. Uh, it's, so, back. So, it's
1: back. It's because you've been wearing it. Yeah,
3: I love local celebrity. I'm going to be wearing that. I'm going to be taking it on the road to sell if you want to see me live I got some great shows coming up okay Uh, I will be in Minneapolis at the end of the month I'm bringing my good friend Yoshi Johnny Betancourt will be joining me he's shooting everything now so we're going to be doing that come check that out and then the following week I'm proud to announce I will be doing stand up at the hot new event Shitcoins 2021 that's right (laughs) Shitcoin twenty. I, I wish I was joking. I'm so proud to be there. The people who run Float uh, Float dot dot app uh, have asked me to come out and do a show there. So I'll be doing stand-up. I think Tim Dill might be out there as well. So we'll see
1: what happens. And You can get your ticket to eventbrite.com dot com. Yeah. That.
3: So uh, that will be again. You can get all. You can get all my ticket smoke. Can I say that? Does that sound cool for the kids? Uh, you can get all that ticket action at Uh, Anything else, guys? Oh, premium content, man. I know you guys love premium content. Two shows of this isn't is enough. I'm banging out the premium content. I'm banging out a ton of it, okay? And you can go find all of it at rockfin.com whether it's... Uh, Tim Fall hat premium my show zero conspiracy social club is now there broken, broken sim early there Goat there all that for ten dollars you get all those shows for ten bucks plus you get xavier guerrero's plus you get johnny's plus you get everybody else's so go check it if you don't want to sign up for mine sign up for xavier's or johnny's broken sim whatever just use one of ours sign up uh it really helps it is it is the best way. When you break down, so you're like, I want my artist to get all the money. When you actually break down how much money you make per sub, you actually make more than ten dollars. So yeah. when you're spending 10 bucks to see your favorite artist, you're actually, he actually makes more than that. Because what happens is uh, everybody, you go subscribe there. Th- they make a little money off you too as well. So it's like it's the best way to help the artist you want to support. And it's not just comedy. You got Whitney Webbs on there, Abby Martin's on there, Jimmy Doors on there. All uh, you know, all uh, the Union of the Unwanted is on there. Charlie Robinson's on there. Ricky Venuela's on there. Uh, Midnight Mike is on there. They're all there. All your favorite conspiracy theorists are there as well. The Grime. America, guys you get all of it for 10 bucks how great is that it's the netflix of premium content and it's instead i have to go to patreon and subscribe to each person spending five bucks at each you get 10 you get everybody and uh, anything else no
1: oh, that's it We're guys rocking.
3: this is a crazy ass show i loved <laughs> Love it. it loved it it's a lot of fun it's great it's the most women we've had on a show at one point we had two on there one in the studio look how progressive we are okay so it's a great show with my maria 777 and everybody's favorite returning champion the human vibration who is single and look in the mingle so enjoy the show it's all about psyops on psyops on psyops so enjoy the show On the All right, let's get into it. Today's going to be one of those shows where we go super deep, super deep. Like I said earlier, I feel like I'm having deja vu right now. But, uh, you know, some people have black belts in conspiracies. Some people have black belts with a thousand red belts on them. Okay. And here we are. These two disrupt the Internet with their truth bombs and you know separating the the adults from the kids all the time. Uh we have our returning champion. She's one of our favorite guests. Uh you know, she goes deep. She told you that freaking John Benet wasn't real and she stands by it. Please welcome the Human Vibration. How are you?
4: <laughs> hey Sam, I am excellent and I'm so 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 happy to be talking to you again a year later. It's it's been a year. It's been a, a wild ride. Yeah. And
3: you brought a partner in crime. I I wouldn't say
4: my my twin flame. Yes. My Maria. Uh, She, she, you asked me a year ago if I had anybody to talk to. And I was like, Nope, (laughs) I don't have anybody. And the most beautiful gift that has come out of my experience is true peeps like true like a vibe tribe like true people I, I truly found people that I resonate with my Maria being what I like to call my twin flame we we don't agree on everything and we think differently on a lot of things but we can just go deep whenever we are around each other and I love it she challenges me challenge her salt and pepper love it uh, okay
3: so, so uh she uh well she was on the uh, she knew from the internet she had to like where in the world is Carmen Santiago uh like uh avatar profile pic forever cuz she was undercover mm-hmm. right and then through a series mm-hmm. of stuff she got doxed and then she said fuck that noise i'm just going to do me and come out and we could discuss that real quick cuz i think it's the best thing to do uh and we'll get her feelings on that whole experience i'm very excited please welcome my maria 777 how are you maria
0: I'm so good. This is a uh, this is my video debut, Sam. So, thank you for having us. Well, we're I'm very so excited.
3: excited to have you on. It's a, it's an honor and a privilege and we're uh, glad you could join us and you know, you went through some stuff, some very interesting situations. Uh, I guess maybe like you were putting out some stuff about Q drops again, and then a bunch of people got really angry with you, and they decided to dox you. What exactly happened with that whole thing?
0: Well, if you don't know, I I was anonymous, had been anonymous for three years, and I was actually planning my unveiling this year. But uh, yeah, I did a post on Easter that really ruffled some feathers, and then... Um, I had the great opportunity to interview Ron Watkins, Code Monkey, twice. Uh, we've got another uh, podcast coming up soon. But uh, he had given me his hot take on QAnon and who it was and what it meant. And so after the the first episode that I did with him, I, I kind of teased it. I was like, hey, guys, my followers, I've got something to tell you about. Ron asked me to hold off until um, you know, Into the Storm, that HBO documentary was done. And then when it was done, I was doing this little um, ask me anything, little Q&A session on my stories. And I finally delved into just just ever so slightly what Ron had told me, which involved Steve Bannon being part of Q and artificial intelligence and all this other stuff. And this whole group on the Internet just lost their shit about it and got really upset with me. Uh, Some people had figured out who I was and they just disseminated, disseminated that information everywhere posted pictures of me and my mom put my real name out there just really 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 shitty stuff from people that are supposed to be in our quote-unquote community but they I mean they're still fucking with me literally every day um they got upset the other day when I questioned Trump and the narrative he put out a couple days ago regarding vaccines and wanting credit for those vaccines and so I'm a I'm a very apolitical person at the end of the day I, I just want you to I don't want to argue with anyone. I'm not really here to change your, what you think about something. I would just like to crack your eggshell like ever so slightly so that maybe a month from now or a year from now, you'd be like that crazy bitch, you know, she was actually right about something or right about this. So uh, yeah, got doxxed was really scary and uh, I have a real life stalker. So that just kind of like adds to like the, the level of um, craziness in my life. But Decided to um, come out from behind the camera or b- behind the phone, if you will. I didn't want my identity to be weaponized anymore, so here I am.
3: Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Athletic Greens, the most comprehensive daily nutritional beverage I've ever tried, okay? With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our body the nutrition, nutrients it needs to thrive, okay? Busy schedule, poor sleep, exercise, stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods, okay? This is where Athletic Greens can help, okay? Their daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essentials, okay? It is by far the easiest, most delicious nutritional habit that you can at your health routine today and empower you to take over your health, okay? Own your health. Ownership of your health. That's what we're talking about. I can't recommend this enough to friends or family, okay? One tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green foods blend, and more that all work together to fill in the gaps in your diet, okay? Increase your energy and your focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without having to take multiple vitamins, multiple products, okay? So this is what's going on right now, dude, okay? Right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these spring months, okay? They are offering my audience free one-year Supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets with your first purchase. If you visit my link today, you're basically never have to buy vitamin D again. Okay. I just tell all my friends, all my family, I drink this every day, every morning. Kickstarts my day, getting my multi, uh, my nutritional greens and getting my multivitamin, multi probiotic, superfood to kick off the day. All right. I tell all my family and friends to do it. So this is what I need you to do. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and join health experts, athletes, conspiracy podcasters, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets today. And it's very interesting because I thought when it happened, I felt very I felt for you. And, but I also thought that after you get through this thing it might be the best thing for you because i feel like when you when you have a secret out there they can they're going to find it and they're going to use it against you that's why i'm like brutally honest about all the things in my life and how what a weirdo i am and all this stuff because I know that they'll, they'll, I, I, listen, when I was a kid, I went to a scared straight program because I told the teacher I thought I was going to be framed for murder, right? <laughs> That's a real story. Like I got, I got to go to prison because I'm probably going to get framed for murder, right? Because I always thought there was going to be these. My dad made me paranoid, made me think everybody what? was always out to get me. So I, I always had that mentality that. And everything I do is like, how's this going to blow up my face? How's this going to blow up my face? So I try to be as honest as I can. Nobody's one hundred percent perfect, but you know, I try to put out everything to the world, and so everybody knows it. So you know, now this thing that, and you're still going through it, but eventually they'll get bored because that's just the way it goes. And or they'll be lucky enough to find meaning in their life to move on right. to focus on what they're doing. And that's the whole thing. It's like there's so many people that – and I don't know who's going after you, so I can't say why they would do it or who they would do it. Or, 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 or. Oh,
0: They're of seriously no relevance whatsoever and should not be named or talked about because they truly are, are that irrelevant. But uh, no, I mean it, it is what it is at this point. My whole you know, thing is ne- this. Never, Never did I think—I know we all have enemies, and I- this whole community has a plethora of enemies. Never did I think I needed to fear within my own community that uh, my identity would be really— Well, my, you know, when you
3: ever hear conspiracy—the right, they're always like, Oh, man, you know, the left just eats themselves alive. You're like, well, some of them to the conspiracy community. They just eat right. themselves I mean, we alive. we
0: all do on every level, you know? You—, you you haven't reached a certain level of enlightenment yet. If you, if you think this kind of behavior is okay.
3: Yeah. Well, and yeah. it's also that like, it's just like the, you know, one thing I do on this show is like, I, I'll i talk to people who have a point of view. I don't necessarily agree with. And like, I think that's a real problem when you get into this world of like, you know, the truth and your truth is the only truth out there. And obviously with you two, you go very deep on some stuff that shocks people to their core it just rocks them and they can't come to grips with it the reason I have you guys on is because I enjoy hearing different perspectives and you know what I believe what you believe it's going to be totally different and am I 100% right no are you guys 100% right but no but I mean that's just me being honest but There's going to be enough. I'm going to learn from you that maybe there's another piece in the puzzle that fits into how I see the world, and that's good to know. Different views out there, and this notion, this black and white view of everything, is I think a giant psyop, man. It's a like I was I was driving over today. And I heard on Sirius Radio, which is like the greatest, worst thing ever. It's like, it's great because no matter where you are, you can listen to your favorite radio station, but there's not enough people listening to it. So they just, anybody can make ads on there. And it's all PSYOP ads, whether it's CDC stuff, vaccine stuff, all that stuff. And today I had to hear about uh, Asian uh, musicians. And uh, and them and they're like, oh, I'm so happy to represent my culture. And anytime I hear the word culture, I think completely manufactured bullshit. Mm-hmm. To and just a, just a combination of like psyop with opportunist. And that's not just Asians. That's all culture. Every culture out there, mm-hmm. I think it's it's psyop and then just opportunist stepping in there. And it just. It's just out there, man. It's just, and it's like people like to hurt, like to get into silos with their own group. But I think where you are and what you're doing, I think, you know, you're very beautiful, obviously. So it's great that you're on camera. I mean, that. Can only help, right? Maybe I'll make the smoke shows of conspiracy <laughs> calendar edition, right? Just hey, put out go. all your favorite hot conspiracy theorists, like, hanging <laughs> on the beach, questioning whether that fucking thing that came beach. out of the water is real. So where do you guys, I mean, so let's get into this, man. Like, you guys go real deep on something. You believe nothing is real, everything, uh, let me, I, and I want not put words in, I'll give you guys a chance, but you guys believe that's so much of the stuff that we see on the news, so much, if not all of it, is just scripted psyops. Is that, is that where you guys want to start? Like, what is our reality and <laughs> all that stuff?
0: Definitely. So yeah, I'll let me say that one, one thing, I guess, and then I'll let you I'll hit, hit it. Uh, just to kind of culminate what you were just saying. The, the great thing about my ed- education, uh, for those who really don't believe I am an attorney, I am. I went to law school. And the great thing about law school is the Socratic method, where... We are forced to stand up in class and we have read a case and we have to argue that case one way and we'll literally be interrupted mid-sentence and say, argue it the other way. And then we'll be interrupted mid-sentence and said, take this argument instead. And what that lends to is this type of thinking that JK and I have in that I can argue Every side of an argument, I could argue, I like to say that there are varying levels of the psyop. So like one day you could be completely red pilled and think that Q and Trump are going to come save the day. And the other day you could be completely black pilled and you can view the, the the simulation as we're about to get into uh, in all the ways that we do. But at the end of the day, it's just being able to have that discernment and have a conversation. And if if you get to a point where the conversation stops for you and... You, you dig your heels in the mud and, and you can't even consider the possibility of that argument, then you've still got a lot of work to do. But, uh, h- how do you want to, how do you want to do this love?
3: HP, what are, are just, your well, thoughts? Uh,
4: first I want to say to your point, Maria, my, my Maria, you know, I, I agree. Uh, something that we do is we definitely try to approach all of these major major uh, systems and stories uh, and structures societal structures um, everything we try to approach it and look at what are the two sides because there's always two they give us two opposing sides always they are and they couldn't be more extreme and that is how that's how politics works perpetual conflict two, at every level perpetual conflict and, 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 yeah, I don't even have to say all it's this called <laughs>
3: Uh, what's it called? Uh, you know polarization. That? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Division, yeah,
4: yeah. Loosh.
3: Yes. Loosh well, it's basically where they put out both sides of the argument. Um, what was it called? I talk about all the time. Non-linear warfare. Non-linear warfare. And it's done Non-linear at the highest warfare. level, man. It's like... You know, it's like when we talk about these shootings from cops, it's like those those cases that make it to the highest level are selected specifically because they have enough ammunition for both sides to dig in and be like, my side's right. And that's done Mm -hmm. purposefully.
4: And they're guaranteed for those two sides to be opposing enough. They're not like meeting in the middle. Ever. Like these things that really take over our lives, take over our airwaves, take over our focused attention of the entire city, state, country, world, um, depending on how like globalized this particular news story is, uh, pe- things don't go viral unless they have a, a, a extreme polarization. Things that are neutral. Things that just kind of you just things that things that don't stick within or don't don't get or catch, you know, or swirl that energy within us. I mean, you feel it. You can read a headline. You can read words and feel an extraordinary amount of energy swirl within your body like that. Just like they wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. They say sticks and stones can't break my bones and words will never hurt me or whatever. Like, uh, not true. (laughs) Words can begin an extraordinary reaction within your body, a very toxic reaction, adrenalized blood flowing in your veins, something that's not supposed to happen unless you're being chased by a tiger or about to die or whatever, you know, and I'm not even talking about the whole underbelly of Q with adrenochrome. I'm talking about Within our body systems, this constant these these headlines, these these images, these these extraordinary polarizations that we are saturated with all day, every day, pretty much from the moment we are born <laughs> to the moment that we die, to the moment we come onto cognition of like the things around us. Um, we it's polarization, it's division, it is polarity in every way, shape, or form. Religion, science, all societal. So
0: but, but it Finance. creates that hypervigilance, you know, and it, it releases mm-hmm. the cortisol. So you're like in this state of like fight or flight all the time, always Your for nothing eating cortisol all the time. Uh, it's toxic. We're
4: toxic. You know, we're, uh, uh we're, we're toxifying ourselves. We think we're like, oh, there's to be fluoride toxic. in the water. We are, we are, but it's like, right. it's not about the fluoride in the water. It's not about the chemtrails in the air. It's not about the blah, 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 and the blah, blah, blah. It's about the
3: garbage going into our brains. Could not not agree more. Could not agree more. All right, everybody, I want to tell you about our good friends at CBD Lion. That's right, C B D Lion, one of our oldest sponsors on the show, longest running sponsors on the show, and we love them very much. You know, these stressful times. You need tools in your tool belts, and no one can help you more than CBD Lion. I mean, they got everything. They got vapes, they got they got gummy. You like they got those new gummies the that lemon
2: you lemon like. ones? Come on, nothing is better than lemon. Dude,
3: nothing's better than lemon, lemon gummies, okay. They,
2: they also have the uh, new. Melatonin Slumberberry Variety Pack, which I've heard is pretty cool.
3: Variety Pack, man, and that's what we're talking about, dude. They are the best of the best. I love them very much. They always come to my live shows. And support. And here's what's really great. Okay. They, they have everything you need, man. They're, all their products are third party tested. All right. They even have a quick little survey, quick quiz you take. They'll help you with deciding which product is best. They got everything, man. They got everything pre rolls. He- Pre-rolls of hemp flour. They got new strains of hemp flour. They got uh, lemon gummies, variety pack gummies, melatonin gummies, all this fun games CBD. Does it beat that? I don't think so. I love them. Every time they come to my shows, I hug them. I hug them. I try to kiss them. They're like, no, it's not not like that, bro. (laughs) And if you like that and you want to help out the show and you want to help our sponsors, just go to CBDline.com and enter the promo code TINFOIL. Okay, to get 20% off. That's cbdlionliketheanimal.com. Coupon code TINFOIL. Check them out. We've over 2,000 positive reviews. This stuff works. Give them a try. One more time, just go to cbdlion. Enter the coupon code TINFOIL to get 20% off. What you consume with your eyes and your ears can affect you as much as what you eat. And I really, so like when I run, and I wish I ran more, (laughs) but when I do run, okay, I have certain songs I like to listen to. And I know some of these Mm -hmm. songs aren't the most healthy songs in the world, right? I know that they are like, there's some DMX shit, some Biggie Small Mm -hmm. stuff, some like, some dude singing about witches, like it's all cult shit, you know. But it's the mm-hmm. beats quick enough that I don't hear my breathing, and it gets me pumped, and I and I can run. But I know if I sit in that too much, that energy is going to start affecting me. It's going to start mm-hmm. affecting my chemical. Makeup, the water in my body. I mean, the energy that is my, my louche. I know that. So when I see people driving, like, I, my favorite thing to do is go uh, Friday and Saturday night. This is how old I am. I just, I don't really go out to the clubs. I grab my pug and I walk Hollywood Boulevard and it is Mm -hmm. a human safari of awesomeness. Okay. (laughs) Right. And I just love to watch people, but man, the music that is banging and all that stuff, it is all fucking shooting and fucking and all that stuff which is fun to listen to but it's like all the time and i'm like electric yeah right and it's just like go on sorry no go ahead go ahead i'm sorry well my whole thing is just like that energy affects you i mean how many rappers sing about getting shot and then how many of them actually get shot well, that's we We'll about. ask Suge, Suge Knight. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs>
4: remember, remember, old boy Suge Knight, who was like assassinating people right and left. Like he was kind of known, for, didn't he? Like have like a, he had the body count as high as the Clintons, I think. And you know, like
1: uh, no, they arrested pastor, didn't He's I, arrested. He ran over two people. <clears throat> yeah, he's in them. jail. Yeah, but yeah
4: they got- he, so like there was a time when like I guess the story the story goes that, like, that people were getting a hit, like, was hit culture within hip-hop and the media, you know, there was a whole like, the mid mid to late 90s, with Suge Knight, like, at the helm, he was, he was murdering people right and left, and that was accepted and that was celebrated, which is so strange um, kind of like he, a, was general, a, he was
2: also still. there when Tupac died, he was, I mean, he was there held him in his right. arms Was place. he like right. Jesse Jackson when
3: uh, MLK got shot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, I just stepped <laughs> to the side <laughs> a little yeah, bit yeah. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Do you know when he did, they, like there was two guys on that balcony and they, the one guy gave a speech at a place, and he goes, well, basically, we just moved aside so they get a clean shot. And the auditorium was quiet. And, like, all this shit, like, you know, you get into, like, why why is this happening? You know, it goes back to what we're talking about with culture. It's, dude, culture is meant to lead a group of people to a certain direction. It is manufactured Mm -hmm. in a fucking think tank. And if you take a look at, I hate to say it, we're going to lose everybody. Black culture. How much of it is gangbanger hoochie shit. Let's face it, it, dude. Let's face it. Here's the
0: thing. That culture is going back to your original question. That culture is carefully crafted for the black population. And unfortunately, Some of them may not know any better. They succumb to it or like that's the perpetuation of the conflict of the black versus white, the left versus red or the left versus right, the red and blue. The whole two party system, the bloods, red and blue. yeah, Right. The the, the two party system permeates not only politics, but essentially every level of our society. They create Mm -hmm. these perfect little boxes. They they make you stuff yourself into that box so that you're only can be red or you only can be blue and you can't have a thought of your own outside of that box and that's unfortunately what's the issue with our entire society at this time even even what we were talking about with those idiots that like to to fuck with me now they have created this little cue box that has trump and god and religion and christianity and all this stuff in it and if it doesn't fit into that box it's cognitive dissonance for them they they can't mm. they can't think of a thought they can't articulate a thought outside of their own or outside of the ones that have been carefully crafted for them. So
3: I will get into that because I think this is a great discussion as well, because you can sit there and go Q was a culture as well. And I have no problems with telling mm-hmm. telling you that me and a bunch of my friends were into that thing because not that. And I said it all the time. I don't know what Q represented, uh, but I must say this. I believe the information was real. And the reason I did <laughs> think that is because that's how you get the most paranoid human beings that they consider conspiracy theorists to believe in what you're saying. You you li- I think that a part of a giant psyop that's going on right now is this movement by the elites to convince us that we can't do anything to them. There's right. nothing we can do. And by releasing yeah. all this information that I believe is true or a lot of it or enough of it is, it allows us to go, oh, my God, the arrests are coming. The arrest never comes. What happens? Oh, man, there's no hope. They we sit around with-
0: on our ass and keep waiting. That's the thing. People yeah. love to um, to condemn me for this right now. but. They haven't been following me for the last three years. I love Q. Q got me into this movement. I would not be where I am right now without being obsessed with it, without doing the research and breaking it down. And I think if you were there in the beginning, Q leads you to this kind of what I call quantum level of thinking that you have the ability to kind of process something and pull from all these different resources, um, kind of the way they did on the boards. But uh, just because I call Q a PSYOP, Q is a PSYOP by definition, that does not mean that it has a benevolent or malevolent attachment to it. Psyop, by definition, is just psychological warfare. It's inception. Mm-hmm. It is planting an idea in somebody's head intentionally. And so mm-hmm. Q is a psyop by definition. JK and I will use the word psy today probably 150 times. If you're listening to this, you should drink every time we say Psy-op. <laughs> if you're <gonna> be <laughs> no, you'll die. Time. Don't do <laughs> that. You'll, but, do- but, you'll but die. Psyop puts a bad taste in people's mouths. And so you say the word PSYOP and they freak out and they're like, oh, Maria, we can't believe you've turned on Trump or Q or this or mm-hmm. that. I'm not turning on anyone. I'm just calling the spades the spades that they are. Now, JK and I will go into a simulation theory within a simulation theory argument when you're ready. But
3: yeah. Well, I'm all about that simu- action.
0: The world is a simulation, like a computer game simulation. But within that simulation, the elites, the cabal, whomever runs the world, wh- whatever you want to call them create simulations or matrixes for us to live in like all the things that we're talking about right now
3: i i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more man uh this realm is a dimension and in this dimension there's a small group of people that have been running a very 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 well crafted coordinated Mm -hmm. effort to just steal our louche man And I 100% believe it. Wizard of
4: Oz style. Wizard of Oz style, man, small man behind the curtain and the entire objective of the machinery behind the curtain that is being operated by a very small faction, a single, a single entity is to project, is to project this, this recognition and experience and perception of great power and order and control and uh, a glimmering, great glimmering society. Um, just takes a few little scrappy little <laughs> dogs barking to pull back that curtain like me and Maria like well, that's that's kind of what I really like to do my favorite fascination I mean back to your point Sam about culture about about this culture um I mean you really can't spell culture without like cult you are <laughs> like, you're, you know like they're kind of telling us they always tell us they always tell us the truth so like th- the idea of this culture is to get us all into this groove like a ver- like a slip string Almost like a lazy river of, of thought. If they can, if they can, uh, if they can, kind of point those jets in a, in a specific direction and set that water going. I mean, we talked about us being our bodies, or you know, our water system. We're, we're water systems, seventy or eighty percent water, whatever they say. And water holds memory. You know, they, they can, they just, they. We are water systems in a water system. We're energetic beings in this energetic system, and it's kind of like going on a lazy river where. If you don't think, if you don't think to ever question the direction you're going and the velocity you're heading in, it may seem very easy, but um, you're going in the wrong direction. Now you can, it takes effort and it takes mindful, purposeful action, but you absolutely can turn around. It's
3: hard. You well, know, it is it, it's hard. hard
4: to turn around the way you
3: think. it it's is really hard. difficult. And but in
4: that process, you strengthen, like there's a, there's this, there's this resiliency, there's a strengthening process. And then there's like this great ease like you get out and you're, and you know, you know, like when you like strain yourself and then you, you let go and then your arms just feel like, they, like they're weightless, you know, like they're just absolutely weightless. And like you could just, so it's kind of like that psychologically, you know, sometimes you have to strain psychologically to experience that, 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 um, uplifting weightlessness, that kind of like bliss point.
3: Well, know? it's like I, I've been saying my honest belief is you gotta get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. And anything worth mm-hmm. it is you – you're going to go through it, man. And this mm-hmm. – again, the culture we're living in is like first exit off the highway. Give it to me right now or else I don't <laughs> want it. And you know mm-hmm. what? I, like I should be irrelevant right now. But because I kept fighting, here I am – t- you know, the technology, I hung around long enough to take advantage of what technology and the internet came in, but there's so many people that are that I start with that have no clue about any of this, and they're still working in the old system, because the old system is super safe for them, and it's like my buddy Scott Ross used to say, only dead fish go with the flow, right? Like, that's really mm. the truth, man. <laughs> that's and, a
0: great quote. We have to great. use that one. That's great. Right? It's just,
3: It's just the truth. If you're just going with the flow, you're probably dead. And it's like the push up against it is really hard. But if it was easy, you know, here's the thing. It's hard when you first start and then it becomes the easiest thing you could possibly do. Because the thing about Q is this. And I've said this, man. It's like the information was so real because it had to be to convince us. But the mistake Mm -hmm. that was made was that we we were waiting for corrupt people to fix corruption. And the truth is, what I feel Q taught us is the the change needs to be from within. That's where the change. You have to work on you and what's inside you, and that's the only way you could change. And by doing little things around you, the the model of abundance. Giving people, helping those around you. That's the change you need to make. This show makes change by putting awareness out and maybe we pop a couple minds like champagne bottles, but that's it. <laughs> if we're ca- trying to f- change this, this whole thing, man, it's such a giant fucking task and we could lose ourselves in it. Like when we talk about mm-hmm. child sex trafficking, right? It's like, if, yeah, we want to save every child, but if, if all we do is focus on that, we're going to lose ourselves. And what is the point of trying to make the world a better place? If, if you're miserable, that's my whole Okay,
0: point. So let me, let me comment on that. JK and I will go into a discussion on how Epstein, Maxwell, Epstein Island, little St. James, all of that is a psyop. And, and what it does is it does exactly what you were just talking about. So you want to save every single child, that has ever been human trafficked. Every single child that has ever been sexually abused by some sort of elite person in this world. Now, what Epstein did and what Maxwell did in this whole narrative, we like to say that those people aren't real, whether they're actually a projection of the simulation or a, a character playing a script, or they really are who they, they're supposed to be. Well, what it does, though, is it's this psyop. That's created and you make connections to Ellen and her, um, you know, the, the Greek colors of her set. And we talk about human trafficking. And for somebody who's the layman, who's not as deep as you and I are, but but it might be a little woke on some issues. They look at that and they think, oh, you know what? It's really disappointing that Epstein is now dead and can't go to trial. But you know what? We got him. And, you know, it's Maxwell, we might not have seen her picture, but you know what? We got her. And these were the two hugest people in the whole industry. And we've wrapped them up in this nice little box. And so the the plebe out there, who doesn't really think of, of this other than what they see on television, now human trafficking has been wrapped up in this nice little box and they don't ever think about it again. When in reality, there are thousands of Epsteins and thousands of Maxwells and human trafficking happening on every level, in every country, and every religion. But that conversation stops because the PSYOP worked. And so people sit around and fucking evaluate what um, sweatshirt Ellen DeGeneres is wearing and what piece of art that she has in the back of her home, all the while waiting for Q to come save them. And the actual elites, the actual people who are running the world, get away with murder because the PSYOP worked.
4: Yeah. I like to, to, exactly to your point, I like to say that our heroes and our villains are manufactured. They are projections of, of power, um, uh, polarization. Um, our biggest celebrities, our biggest stars, and our stars blind us. Uh, that's some, that's a cue. That's a cue ism. they, uh, they thought the sheep would follow the stars. Um, it's true. It's true. If if they can shine the stars bright enough and those are our celebrities and uh even our are notable even like even serial killers can be celebrity. So it's not just like your Tom Hanks's. There's, there's serial yeah. killer culture these days. Come there is. On yeah, it's weird. I mean, we are kind of obsessed. I'm so glad you said that, Maria, because uh, cause we're in this really strange world where it's it's soothing to listen to podcasts these days about a husband who dismembers his wife and spares her. Unbelievable, under- gruesome you know? murder.
3: It's like it's, like, it's unbelievable. I, and it's then un- these I mean, same I- people <sighs> get really angry about a, a mean joke, right? They're like, dude, that's pay- That you hurt that person's feelings. You're listening to a murder podcast. That person's murdered, and that is the worst way you could hurt somebody's feelings. Am I right? I mean, the mental gym. <laughs> Your
1: past feelings, For sure, yeah.
3: right? I mean, like it's like the <laughs> mental gymnastics that goes along with how some people see
2: the world. The I- people also still have families <clears throat> out there. In most cases, you know, I- I- I'm sure they love it being dredged up on court TV every other month. I used to watch a lot of that
3: that serial killer stuff, all that murder stuff. And then one day I had kids, and then one day I watched this woman. They told this woman that her son was dead in the field, and they like the cop brought her to the car, set her perfectly up so they could just film the whole thing. And I'm like, I mean, dude, it's like, why am I here? At about this that, moment? It's, all about loosh, that loosh. it's all about that loose. it's all about that. You bring in the murder, come the psyops, the operations, the whole that, but. Is anything real then? What if no. if none of it's real? Nothing. None of it. I think real shit in real life,
4: familial shit, bad stuff on a like bad shit happens, and I think it happens on a very personal level, and and I think that that is that is generational trauma. That is that is your that is close knit trauma. It doesn't have to be your exact family, but it's someone within. It's a, it's. A, uh, usually get and hurt people, hurt people. So if you, you know, and, and, and gener- that's how generational trauma goes, goes down. But that is always behind doors. What I think we're projected, I think we're projected a, um a mirror inversion of reality of the bad stuff that actually is happening on a, on a, on an individual level, I feel like through our screens, through these stories, through these constant onslaught of traumatic stories, I think they are, they serve a a purpose to, to constantly re-traumatize someone who may have been traumatized as a kid. And most trauma is unresolved. Let's be honest. Like it's very difficult to, even if you do therapy, you know, it's, you, you carry around trauma. We, 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 we carry trauma with us. We operate
0: an entire existence. In the trauma Um, trauma. of our trauma-based mind control, and not till we get to our thirties do our eggshells start to start to break, and you're like, "Oh Mm. shit, I've been doing this my entire life." Isn't that Floyd was right?
3: Could not agree Mm -hmm. more. And I'll tell you, man, there are people like there's so much, and particularly children of wealth grow up with with pretty much everything they could ever want, and like Mm -hmm. Buddha said and he could be a side up as well, but cause he was a rich <laughs> yes. kid, right? Yes, definitely. You know, I mean like how many of these cultural people that have changed our culture are all trust fund kids. I mean, we could go through every show we've done talking about yeah. who's this kid, you know, um, It goes back to money.
4: You know, money is a measurement of our of our energy. They call it currency. They don't call money currency because currency means money. They call money currency because currency means energy. It's a it's a measure of flow of energy. And I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh loose energy loose is energy louche is our energetic uh byproduct, and whenever we feel swirl energies within our body, you know we are the carrot is is money and that drives that you know these households that seem to have everything on the outside they are they can be they have a a higher opportunity of being completely empty on the inside of what really matters in life spiritually and I think that money is our God with a big G because it is, it is, it is just a tried and true way to get humanity away from center and manipulate men into doing extraordinarily destructive things to himself and others in the process.
3: Okay. I, I think that's very interesting. I, I'm not against what you're saying because I mean you- yeah, you
4: gotta pay your mortgage, but there is a time to we we you know, money money's an illusion. Money is real. If I don't pay my rent, I'm out. <laughs> but it is um it's just, you know, if I have a hundred dollar bill in one hand and a one dollar bill in the other hand, and I like them both on fire at the same time, they're gonna burn just as swiftly. There's nothing inherently different with this thing. We know that. We know that.
0: Money's a game. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, all it's, monopoly money at the end money. of the day. It means yeah. what we think it means. It's worth what we think it's worth. Everything, unfortunately, is based. We'll do on some crazy shit perception. for a dollar. You
3: right.
0: know, like like yeah. <laughs> gun to head. You'll do some crazy shit for a dollar.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's some and videos gun, on gun right, there.
4: right now. <laughs> we don't get paid for this. Are you getting paid, <laughs> girl? We got to talk offline. Well, Man, you know, right.
3: money used to be based on uh, labor. That's, you know, we've had guests Mm -hmm. come on and talk about that. That's why gold is worth what it is, because the amount of labor Mm -hmm. that goes into it. And you even see into digital currency, the amount of mining it takes to each currency. Energy, 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 energy. energy. But going back to what I was trying to say about rich kids is that, I mean, let's take a look at this Asian hate thing. You want to talk about manufactured? This is like this. If you study style. this show long enough, if you study yeah, the show long wave. enough, it is it uh. you could watch it happen in real time. And it starts yeah. off with, with first of all we have all this stuff going on with um coronavirus, the panda flu, whatever okay. they want to call Neon-genic. it. Mm-hmm. That sets down that sets down the the, the, yeah. the framework, right? And then yep, Jeremy the Lynn comes mm-hmm. out and he won't tell you who said it to him. But he'll be like, I'm the victim of Asian hate. Who did it? I don't want to say who it is. But they run with it, right? So then these yeah. videos come out. And these, you yeah. know, it's like, are these videos real? Are these Asians being hurt? 100%. And that gold spa, the gold
4: spa, the shooting where it was Asian. They were targeting, like, they went to, like, they shot 60 people. You know, that was, I can't remember which city it was in. Was it Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta. But there was a... Yeah, Atlanta. Um, and that was all around the same time. So that I feel like there was a pile on a, a Well a that's how you create.
3: Pile. That's how you create yeah. a movement is by yes. showing that there is, you know, uh, a pattern. You know, mm-hmm. and, and we go back to Asians when we talk about this all the time. Asians have the highest uh, standard of living. They have the most college educated people in their demographic. They have the most two parent households. They have the most doctors of any demographic. And, uh, you know, we say about white kids all the time why wouldn't Asians be any different? You have kids growing up with a lot of wealth, and they're growing up behind. Uh, you know, um, gated communities and nice neighborhoods to Like, why wouldn't they be just as soft as super rich white kids? Who like, mm. w- were, like the things that? What do the rich kids always tell you? Uh, you know, violence is never the answer, and words are words are me. Well, those are the two things that can affect them, right? It's like getting punched mm-hmm. in the face mm-hmm. and and hearing a meanie joke and they're like oh my god someone's oh my god that hurts someone so badly same thing with Asians. so it's very easy to get them to go oh my god we're being uh you know abused we're you know we're being oppressed because that yes. gives you fight when you have everything yeah. set up you're looking it's like you want to, you want credit for oppression you're not going through. You're looking for the, for credit. You know, it's like
0: when when it's that I'm, perpetual conflict that we are talking about. They just want two groups of people to be at conflict all the one hundred
3: percent.
4: Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up too, Sam, because it goes to show that when, uh, when you tell a group that they are marginalized, when society is constantly reinforcing this marginalization, when the news is constantly reinforcing the marginalization through the, all these stories of, okay, if you're X, you're going to get beaten, you're going to get, you know, you're not going to get hired, you're not, you know, basically, we're constantly shown um, all of these groups are less than, we're just told that. And so if you are in that group, it's very natural. It is a natural response to, to feel, to, 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 to not go, Hey, hang on. I mean, most people don't go, hang on. Are they psyoping me right now? Are they yeah. just, are they just telling me I'm marginalized? You get to a point so eventually where yeah. you do. Eventually you can see that. But if you don't, if you don't have that clarity, it's like, ah, oh, knife to the heart again. Why won't it stop? And it's like, it's like, it's designed,
0: it's, it's designed not to stop. And it's designed to do
4: exactly that right to the heart.
0: Yeah. Think about the way that they intertwine this whole Asian psyop. So at the very beginning of the quote unquote pandemic, if you recall, there was a great deal of of Chinese people, I think, in Italy at the time. And people were were being very judgmental to those Chinese based on COVID that was coming out. And so uh, the country of Italy at one point in either January or February of 2020 actually encouraged Hug an Asian, hug a Chinese person in Italy. Day they they made it like a holiday. They called it out loud, and then all of a sudden there was this trickle down effect of, well, we hugged all these Asians in January or February, and then COVID started spreading, and so the, these biggest hotspots were Wuhan and Italy, and then you have Trump who's perpetuating the quote unquote China virus, which China. I that is what it is, and I think, but that that still parlays into this conversation of yes he was trying to show that it came from china and whatever but but that's still part of it and then you have this whole thing going on as well and the uh asians being hurt and persecuted and and and, um just based on their race and stuff like that but it's this whole trickle down effect of the psyop and it starts it it permeates so much more and it touches so much more and it's these little um, what am I? Almost like you're going down the lazy river, and you're kind of bumping on the sides, as J.K. was talking about. <laughs> and each of these reinforces this stereotype or this loose event that they are kind of lubing you up for, preparing you for. <laughs> totally, I agree. completely and Sam, you agree. Said earlier, you said
4: framework. Yeah, you said framework earlier, Sam. You said that they lay like there's an, an initial. Trigger. And that's yep. the framework. That's the key. And everything else is built upon that. When you said that earlier, just the word framework, I was like, ah, because when you think about my, everything's framed, literally, if the framing our vantage point, the, the point from which we are, are, are looking through the lens, whatever issue it is, that initial frame it is everything. is is absolutely everything. The framing is everything. But and that, that initial
0: frame is almost the lens that's created for you.
3: Yes. And
0: and so you get to a point where where you're only wearing this one pair of glasses. It's got all these frames on it, and you don't realize eventually that you can take the glasses off and you can take a step back and you can look at and and truly see. I think you reach a certain level of enlightenment and then you really see how everything is manipulated. And that's why we say everything is a psyop because it truly is. Mm-hmm. Th- there is a manipulation. There is a purpose. There is some sort of theme behind everything that you see, behind everything that you participate in every single day. And, and that's mm-hmm. why she and I say everything is a psyop because everything is very carefully crafted to make you mm-hmm. think and to make you act in a very, very specific way. Because we like to say um and in, in getting into like a chaos magic discussion real quick that i we believe, and I, you can quote me if I'm wrong here j k but this is a video game type simulation that we live in, and I find that these architects or these these elite, this cabal, whomever they are, they can't control you directly. they can't actually get into your body and control you, but they can make pattern and order through all of these different simulations within the simulation so much that they can predict almost exactly what you're doing every single day because of all of these psyops, all of these simulations that they've created. So they can't control you directly, but through pattern and order, they know exactly what you're doing at any given moment of any day.
3: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I totally. Jeez,
0: you, but you owe me a Coke sample. <laughs> but then I, I can get into a whole discussion on artificial intelligence. Like, we'll do that. We'll me. do that.
3: We'll do that. I okay. just want. Okay. I just real quick. I just you know you could see with the news, right? Like when a white little w- girl goes missing people lose their skull and and they know that they know that elicits a certain response. When a black little girl goes missing, it does not elicit the same response,
0: but that's, that's all part of it. They do that intentionally.
3: right, Right, right. But then you look at a, when a black man is shot by a white cop, it elicits a certain response. When a white man is shot by a cop, it does not elicit the same response. They are emotionally playing you. And what mm-hmm. the thing is this is like most human beings, most if I'd say to 95% are just wonderful people. And they're trusting. I I know you don't want to believe that. I believe that most people are really good people. Maybe 95's high, but I believe in humanity are really good people, but they're super trusting because we we like to project us onto people. We when we look at Hillary Clinton and she could be a sign as well, but we project that she's our mother, our aunt. Our sister, depending on what age you are, and our aunt, our mother could never, our grandmother could never do that. So Hillary could never do that because I could never do that, and that's what we do: we project onto them, and they take advantage of that projection, and they mm. they manipulate us. Well, they
0: created the projection. That's the yes, thing. They did. So they oh, created the projection, so and then they have you empathize with the projection, so that anytime something happens you go back to this projection and the memory that's created within you. And I mean, that, that's all part of the PSYOP. And they bake
4: in familiarity. You know, you mentioned, I think all politics is a PSYOP essentially. I think every politician operating on a federal level is essentially a a puppet in a way. Um, And I think that all of politics is, is theater. And I think that our politicians are, are, are handpicked and, and selected crafted and molded in such a way that we, we have that kind of built in familiarity with them. We, we, we see them as our mother. We see them as our sister. We see them as our, our, because they have, they have, there's a almost like an archetype almost like I used to, i like to use the word templates about you know everyone that looks the same you know it's like this person looks like this person this politician from the, the uk looks exactly like this politician from California or whatever you know and you kind of or throughout time throughout history the celebrity looks like this old guy from the 1800s you know uh, so I like to explore that but I think that there's something deeper in that it's not that just these people happen to look alike I think that there is when we're when we're given our our big characters with a capital c our, our, the the ones that take up a lot, a lot of our understanding Of of the world. Um, Our politicians, our stars, uh, some of the biggest of the big. I think that they are just carefully designed to be one of those archetypal faces that we just see everywhere, throughout everything, and we will let them slip by like a Trojan horse. Like, we'll just let it, we'll be like, oh, that guy, I know that guy, come on in, you know, and we don't know him, he's not even a real guy, you know, but it's like there's something. There's something very specific about the familiarity aspect. So thanks for letting me run on that little tangent. But you know,
3: <laughs> it's it's casting just like, directors. I mean, most of them are <laughs> yeah. just plug and play. It's just like you look like sassy. You even pl- call it like
4: the director of the CIA, the director of the FBI. You know, it's like acting director. It's like, OK,
3: no, we well, I, I <laughs> agree get with that. Like you want, <laughs> you know, it's like I tell people you want to be a great actor. Learn to be a stereotype. Learn how to plug and play, right? Mm. Sassy black chick. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, mean white junk. Uh, yeah, plug and play all the time. The people who look like stereotypes mm. in Hollywood move much quicker. Plug and play. Mm. Wow. Plug and Interesting. play. So, I mean, I'm yep. down with uh, everything you guys are saying. To, uh, my question is, how deep it is the facade? I mean, like, for me, it's like, I, you really gotta ask yourself if, if this election was, uh, was stolen. And I believe that there the was something real. done. Okay. We can get into that.
4: I think we should never vote again. I think the voting should stop today. And I think politics should stop today. I think elections are elections. Sort of- elections? Oh. They're electric. And voting is called voting because it's a voltage. It's another fucking energy. It's just it's red and blue polarization. Couldn't get more opposite on the color on the visible light spectrum. Anywho, let's <laughs> stop. <laughs> I want to run for president and say, don't vote for me. In fact, don't vote for anyone and don't ever vote again.
0: <laughs> I would like to be a president to just completely dismantle the system. Yeah. Entirely. Game over. Because that's We're the done. thing about keel. Q Q let's pretend Q's real. Let's let's take the red pill today and be completely uh, the red pill romantic. as I like to call myself Um, (laughs) at the end of the day, the change that Q wants to effectuate does not happen in a year does not happen in four years. You know, Q, what Q wants to do takes decades to drain the swamp because otherwise what kind of event are you going to have? That's actually going to bring everyone down at once. It just doesn't well, make, like I was going to be
4: the Epstein. You know, that was right. the thing. The Epstein would trigger the domino of Epstein, would trigger the domino of the cabal, would trigger the domino of the global pedophile ring being exposed. I mean,
0: that was the hopium. That was the. That was the.
4: Opium. That was the. That was the like that. But the
0: the. Like, so let's again let's pretend that everything is real and, and there really isn't this kind of like fake psyop shit that we're talking about that actually exists. But how does the layman ever have faith in the integrity of an election ever again? Mm You know, how can you if if you're not into any of this shit? We're still counting ballots, right? Yeah. How can you ever go back to the voting booth and think, hmm, my my vote means something? Those same people that are condemning me right now and hanging me and exposing me and all this stuff. They're the same people that got pissed off in November when I told them your vote doesn't matter and you should not participate in this system. Now, at the end of the day, like I'm a John Locke liberalist. I love this country as the attorney. I I don't know how else you can set up a country with the checks and balances and that type of thing. Like, I I think at our core, it's a really great system if it was actually uh, ran the way it was supposed to. If you actually did have integrity and elections and the Constitution and that type of thing. But absent that, you know. First you have to break the two party system because in the two you're never going to get out you're never going to move beyond the two party system. And that's the people who, who got upset about me saying don't vote, don't participate in this bullshit because at the end of the day it's a pendulum and sometimes we're blue and then sometimes we're red and we go back and forth and at the end of the day normally it's just that one part of of uh, there's you know two parts of congress there's the house the senate and the executive We're talking about that all the time. Most of the time, those three things are never going to be the same color. So no real change is ever going to be effectuated because all they do is fight. It's all about the louche. We talk about the same things over and over and over again. How many times have we talked about overturning abortion or forgiving student loans or decriminalizing weed on a federal level? All these conversations have been in power for the last 47 years since Biden has been there. So... (laughs) Like, let's stop. Like, like, let's call a spade a spade. We're, we're never changing anything. So if you think that, like, you're going to vote in, you're you're going to vote Trump back in in 2024, and he's going to come change everything. Mm -hmm. No, because as long as anyone that's currently in power is still there, like, and, and that's the other thing about Q. Okay, let's pretend we did drain the swamp, like, snap our fingers, it's done. There's always going to be a cabal. There's always going to be a deep state. There's always going to be somebody fighting to get back into power. Because at the end of the day, money doesn't mean anything at a certain level. It's all about power, louche, and the fight for your attention.
3: Can I ask one thing real quick? So the one mm-hmm. thing I said is because... You know, you have all these people who are like, oh, fucking Russian, Russian collusion, Russian collusion. And they're like, stupid Q people believing in a stupid thing. Stupid, stupid. I'm like, OK, I get that. But is there a part of it? And, you know, in, in, you know, the Q movement wasn't uh, 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 just a, a one set homogenized group. There were small groups within this giant group, right? But, it, mm-hmm. but based on what we're watching on television, uh, sports, pop culture, movies, all this stuff, it, is there a part of it that like they did what you guys are asking them to do, a large part of them, which is pull themselves out of the system? It's like even with the loss of Trump, right? Nobody's Mm -hmm. watching TV. Nobody's watching sports. Nope. I mean, dude, Disney's numbers are down. Netflix numbers are down. The RNC and the DNC can't get any funding. As much as like we wanted to see like people in handcuffs. Is there a part of it that did exactly what you guys are talking about, which is
0: pull out of the entire system? am i wrong i think so i think ever so slightly i think think that i think you're right these are the the beginnings of a revolution that may not occur for some time but i I think these are the under underpinnings of a future Nah, we're about uh, to
4: burn it down it's happening now it's happening now
0: (laughs) i think people are waking up though i don't think people are might not ever be at the level that jk and i are at
3: I think think there's like four of you guys in the world. By the way, that's like four. (laughs) You guys are like Highlanders and shit. Um,
0: (laughs) We haven't even gone that deep yet. Come on. Okay, where do you want to go? Because I feel like like I've been
3: controlling. We haven't
4: started recording yet. No, 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 this is prep. Are are
3: we going? Did you really?
0: We've been recording this whole time. Yeah, of course. I'm (laughs) kidding. I was like, wait. (laughs) Um.
3: uh, So, what what would you like to get into? Because I, I you know, I'm one of the rare conspiracy theorists who have hope in in humanity. I do feel mm-hmm. that more people are waking up all the time. Uh I think mm-hmm. this incentive program to get the vaccine and everyone's like, you know, get a donut. You can you can do stuff that you are probably already doing anyways, but you can now do it openly and is that it's not working. Yeah. And maybe the psyop is that, you know. Now Rand Paul is the guy who's you know riding his white horse and he's our knight in shining Mm -hmm. armor. I don't know, but I just feel like more and more people are waking up.
1: You got a lot of hope. I went to CVS today. There was a line of people for the vaccine.
3: There was a line. Okay. I mean, I also think we live in Hollywood where it's there is so much dumb.
1: There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb here.
3: So maybe I mean I could be wrong too, but you know it's just like. I just think there's going to be hope and maybe we lose a bunch of people get the shot because they just, they're idiots. Right. But I have hope.
4: I have a lot of thoughts on the vaccine, but, uh, hope too. I think it goes into the hope conversation.
0: Go ahead. I have hope, but I just, again, I don't know what that hope really means without some sort of like cataclysmic event. Like, by no means am I advocating for a purge, but like if a purge happened, you know, and and certain levels of like the government were eliminated. Well, then there might really be a chance to kind of shake some shit up in the interim. I think that if with hope, like I talk all the time, it's very idealistic and I don't really care, but I'm going to do I, like I want to create a third party, a third political party. But I don't I don't know what that means. I don't know what that's called but it's so much more than politics. And I guess that's the one thing I love about the movement and people waking up is that they're finally saying like, yeah, I'm fed up with politics and like Trump versus Biden and that type of thing, but it's not just politics. It's big pharma. It's medicine. It's the way that we eat, the way that our food is grown. All of those things are the same things that we're talking about. The same psyops that we're talking about the simulations within the simulation. So I don't know. I I think there, there is hope. But, like, what does that hope really get you when you're trying to dismantle literally every part of society as it exists?
3: But why are you trying to dismantle it when I think the key is to just not engage in it?
4: Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. My, I believe that the only change that exists in this world is the change that you can affect within yourself. And, yeah, and totally by doing that... that I think that by, by affecting change within yourself, by living, I think that there is something really magical that happens when your, your, your head and your heart, basically like the path you're living versus the path you were meant to be on, when those begin to get closer and closer. And when those, hopefully one day, when, when those connect and when those are one and the same, um, I believe you're, the entire world around you is, changes with you. You can't change the. You cannot change the world around you unless you affect change within yourself. And there's this quote. I think it's. I think it's called "Be the change." Be the change you want to see in the world. I'm probably getting that quote wrong, but um, I think that that's, no, that's the correct. key. That's the key. I had to make. I had to make some very very uh, pivotal, <laughs> very very big, critical, significant changes in my life. Basically, all the things that kind of make up like your station, stature in life, personal, professional, blah 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 blah. Ch- changed uh, in the past year. I, I made uh, extreme changes to myself and in doing so basically everyone around me, all of my interpersonal, all of, all of my interpersonal relationships, even as small as like the, the, the ones that are transactional, like going to Starbucks or whatever. I feel that they everyone around me is vibing a little bit higher. Like I'm vibing higher and I'm somehow like finding myself around in, I'm, I'm finding myself in like a higher vibration state around me. I'm not always the guy in traffic cutting me off. Doesn't always have it out for me. Like, you know, I thought before, you know, in my old, in my old way of approaching the world, I kind of thought that every little, every little trespass was someone out to get me in some way. I, I don't, I don't, ex- I don't even see or experience that. in the like, from a very small micro level to like an extreme macro level within my personal life, Way better once my paths aligned. Um, and so, just anecdotally, I think that if you change what's in here, align what's in here, get it together, some some really cool things will happen.
3: Maria, your thoughts on that? And this hour brought to you
0: by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I like to call myself a black pill pragmatist and a red pill hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like I'm going to objectively talk two things and be like their attorney about all of this and seem kind of like gloom and doom but I think like I don't want to leave anyone behind so as much as I can be gloom and doom and nothing's going to change I do want to change it what that looks like I don't know yet how I do that I don't know yet but I I think something's got to give so like that Mm -hmm. four decades of what I think what would take Q to actually get to where Q wanted to be I don't think that's going to happen but I still want to figure out how to I don't know. I, we just can't keep going at the pace that we're going. I don't see how like the two party system continues. So, so if we're talking about the things we were, you were just talking about the way that people have kind of withdrawn from society, they're not doing Disney. They're not going to sports. They're not engaging in television and that type of thing. That's all great. And that's, I, I, I think that are those are signs that things are changing and we can make all of those changes, But there's still going to be people in power. There's still going to be people making decisions for us. Now, I think the presidency in and of itself is a loose loop in that I talk about this sometimes on my podcast. uh, Who really fucking cares who's the president at the end of the day? What has the president done? Obama, Bush, Trump. Trump is very entertaining. Let's be honest. That's not right. That's not. (laughs) What did they do themselves? Not Congress. Not all these different things. What did they do that affects your life on a personal daily basis every single day? Maybe the Trump tax breaks, maybe, maybe that affects you on a daily basis, but otherwise they don't do anything. Yeah. And even then, those have be, our fine. lives to them. We, we have a four year loop where it's just these kind of ebbs and flows, these bell curves of going up to the primary, coming down off the primary, going up to the election, coming up after the election, and at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything. These people don't actually do anything, but it's the celebrity that we've become obsessed with. Process, and we just talk process. about the executive all the time. And in reality, the executive does nothing for you.
3: I agree. Okay. I totally agree. And I think, I think it's very interesting. I'm president. Yeah. 47, um, baby. Yeah. But I think I, 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 I totally agree with everything. I, I just think that people pulling out the way they are now is a sign that that and i think i don't think people are withdrawing to their houses i think people are are now like starting to be more on the community level even on a local level for politics Mm -hmm. that's Mm why things happening and i think sometimes they create stuff and it gets away with them i think in my humble opinion that's the internet and maybe the internet now helps them with you know separating divide and conquer but i think that's what was at first and i think you're seeing more and more people starting to open their mind i mean the rise of the quote-unquote black conservative when before they were called uncle toms and you know i think you're seeing more of that and that could be a psyop as well everything could be a psyop but here's my whole thing it's only a psyop if you participate in it right it's like everybody hates facebook censorship Guess what? Facebook can't censor you if you're not get on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs>
0: okay? Facebook. Facebook censorship is a whole nother side up on the first amendment asking for the government to get involved in the private sector. I could.
3: Right. I could but if you don't participate in any of it, <laughs> if you don't participate in any of it, I mean, to the people who are like still like want to believe that Donald Trump was something. And you know, I there's part like I'm a nationalist. I like nationalist stuff. I like I want jobs here. You know, I want when it comes to sports and business, I'm USA number one. But when it comes to humanity, I want all I want. I love all people. Okay. I don't know what's going on in Yemen. I'm told there's a giant uh, genocide going on. Right. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I only know there was an Armenian genocide because my grandparents said that their parents went through it. That's the only way I know that there's an actual Armenian genocide. I met genocide survivors. Like, my uncle wouldn't pull a psyop on me. You know, he wouldn't show me the tattoo. But, you know, is Yemen being bombarded and destroyed right now? I I believe so. But is what's going on in Israel between Israel and Palestine going on? I believe so. Right? I mean, but how much of that is just
1: to cause chaos in our life? And you only see that on Twitter. You don't see that on the
0: news. yeah. The and they genocide can still be a psyop, but your uncle could still participate. You know what I mean? He could still be a yeah. survivor. Still got the tattoo. Could still be real death. Real things happened. But at the end of the day, an architect set that up like that. Yeah. That psyop, that genocide was set up very specifically for a very specific reason. So by and calling something simply. a psyop. Right. You're not like I'm not trying to downgrade or downplay anybody's suffering Or the like, the turmoil, or the what what you went through. But if you can't recognize that, like certain things were very specifically created for a very specific reason, then you're never going to get a psyop.
3: So, (laughs) so this movie that came, this doc that came out about Q, uh, you know, Johnny asked me if I watched it, and I was like, no, it's going to be a hatchet piece. But at the time, I believed that the HBO doc on Woody Allen was accurate then i there was a time where i realized i'm really being hypocritical and i'm really jumping through hoops and you know we had a guest on a couple episodes ago talking about whether woody allen did it or not and that's probably a psyop as well but what was your thoughts on that my maria um on that docuseries
0: well i actually haven't watched it uh, I was going to watch it. I'm I'm going to watch it in anticipation of my third interview with Ron. So my plan is to basically watch the six episodes like immediately prior to our, our interview. That way I'm, I'm fresh as fuck on it, but of what I have seen and read and Colin, the um, documentarian is actually supposed to come on my podcast as well, but uh, th- there's no, there's not a lot to it. He, he. He went to like the drama of it, to my understanding, you know, talking about the drama between Frederick and Ron and Jim and all of the things around it kind of. Um,
3: now, who is Ron? Ron Watkins.
0: Ron, Ron Watkins. Watkins. Ron is- Watkins is the son of Jim Watkins. Jim Watkins, Watkins created 4chan and then ev- eventually 8kun, which were the message boards in which Q originally posted. From October of 2017 until December of 2020. So Ron is calls himself Code Monkey Z. And really, up until just in anticipation of November, which is very interesting, a, a different discussion we can get on, was kind of a no-name to the outside world. Unless you were, you know, down deep in the chans and you knew who Q was or or that type of thing, you would know who Ron was. Then... In anticipation of the election, in my opinion, Ron was hired by the Trump administration or whatever individual is orchestrating that whole group or whatever. But he he had a very specific voice and a very specific tone that came out um, in November and thereafter, uh, one in which he, he did not have before. I, I think he's also probably working on Trump's new uh, uh app that he's working on or i think ron is developing the app that trump keeps talking about but that is ron in a nutshell so so he's rumored to be q i don't i don't think he is q in my opinion and, and i can go into a, a bigger discussion of who i think q is who, but who do you think the storm q is? <sighs> have you ever seen the show do you watch tv at all do you watch netflix there's a show on netflix called travelers and the premise of Travelers are is that there are people from the future that have been sent back, and through the quantum of the deep web, um, this supercomputer called the director sends them messages from the future, and they're supposed to come back and try to um, avoid mass casualty events. Like, set off, like, this certain chain reaction happens, it destroys the world, and they're going back, trying to, like, stop things at certain levels from from that happening. So there's this whole argument discussion that there's a supercomputer in tyler texas called tyler that is real that exists and tyler is kind of the supercomputer of supercomputers and the the argument goes that anonymous that came out what was that 2010 2012 sometime around there was the first failed attempt of tyler the supercomputer so Tyler, the supercomputer in the future, is now communicating with Tyler's, the supercomputer that exists now. And it's breaking its kind of source code to save society. And so it's doing that by, by taking these leads down, by exposing the pedophilia and the crimes against humanity. So Anonymous was this first failed attempt, and Q is now the next attempt at that. And I, I think there's a, a very interesting discussion in that. I, I definitely think that Q is part AI, part supercomputer. And I think that certain people harnessed that to their advantage and kind of formed a PSYOP in that. Ah. But, but I think at its origin that, that Q is, is a supercomputer from the future.
3: I, there we go. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> a supercomputer from the future yeah but human vibration love. what is your thoughts on that i mean because that's some interesting because i'm all about that action but how does that fit in your uh, your view that everything is a psyop though i love it i love
4: it i think um I love to explore the technology side, and I think that my Maria is really onto something with the connection to the Tyler supercomputer. I think there's definitely something there. Uh, I mean, Q reads like script, like like a coded script. Uh, It, I mean, to me, whenever I this is going to sound this is going to be a little hot take, spicy take, but whenever I read the Bible, (laughs) the language is like so. I'm like. Who wrote this? This has got to be an AI. Like, there's no way. I don't care how like colloquial they were back then. Like, it does not feel like from oh oh, the word the from the lips of a man. It just doesn't. It seems very scripted, very coded, very like binary. Like, it just does not seem like good writing. So,
3: it doesn't seem like a good writer. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, it Religion's is of a your psyop. belief Religion's,
0: religion is the biggest
4: fucking psyop that exists q that, is a religion q became a religious experience for many people and even though it was like kind of within the slipstream of christianity i feel i feel like it was its own little deity i feel like q is a uh is a um uh q well, is like, yeah, a, like, like, a, an a, like analogy a little like a messiah Yeah, 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 he's a messiah figure. You
0: believe in him. You have faith in him. (laughs) He's coming. coming He's coming to save you. You can't question him. If you don't believe, you're not going to be saved. But somebody Mm -hmm. is coming, and somebody's going to save you. You just might have to wait 2,000 years for that to happen.
3: So let me ask you something, Maria. Where does Tyler, the supercomputer, fall into the fact that there were no arrests and none of that happened?
0: Because it's a failed, it's a failed the whole thing to psyop, up. Like there was Anonymous, no ever to be made. Yeah, you know? Anonymous oh, was a part one fail of Tyler and uh, Q is part two. I, I, I think Tyler, the supercomputer can only do so much, can show you so much. And and that's what you were saying this earlier and something I respect about Q. Q is like open people's minds. It was always supposed to be a door. It was never supposed to yeah. be a savior. Now I think A magnifying if, if, you, glass. if you're an OG Q follower and you were really there at the beginning and you watched the drops come out and you were researching them every night and this time, when you, when it was happening in real time and we really thought, you know, Trump was here and going to drain the swamp and save the day. Um, I think I find that there are two different voices in, uh, the, the almost like two different authors of Q. So one again is very binary, very, um, kind of what you would expect from some sort of supercomputer. And then I think the tone changes and this God complex gets inserted. And it's this mm-hmm. like faith, hope, love, trust, trust this, trust that. Now, so that, that's where I'm at. And I, I think the, the Jesus, Jesus complex of Q is very intentional. I don't know that that came from the supercomputer itself because I don't think that Extremely advanced. So, do you think it was hijacked? By God and religion
3: by the the architects to kind of run with it, or did they manufacture it?
2: I, I should just interject the the doc does suggest that it was hijacked at some point, uh, taken over by someone uh, else. So now, that
3: started pure, and then it just well, got it start, hijacked. think
2: it, st- it was started by someone, and then someone else took it over. Do I, you
3: know the moment I thought, oh, oh this going to get real interesting? Is when it said, when? We'll save Israel for last. And oh. I swear to God, that's when the tone changed on that whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
4: I think my favorite part was always the allegory to Alice in Wonderland. Um, oh, I love like the, the Alice through, in Wonderland. Through through the looking I love glass. the project. I, really, I love that. And even the letter Q. It looks like a like a magnifying glass. It looks like a like a little you know a thing that through which you look, which I think ultimately is what Q is. It's a it's a new lens through which to see information, um, and I think that it could all be a psyop, and still hold great truth. Right. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I think that there is something extraordinarily significant about the, about Q and about the whole just like I think that there's sort of something extraordinarily significant about the Bible. I can still question it as an authentic, uh, an authentic record of, uh, of how it's presented to us. But what I do think that th- I think there's a reason that it's in our purview and in our psyche, there's some truth in there. It's like a needle in a haystack. I think that there's an, there's a, an extraordinary needle within the haystack of the Bible. And I think there's an extraordinary needle within the haystack of, of the world of Q. Um, and so I don't, I don't, you know, and I, you know, it's like that. And I think that that is ultimately, I think the biggest misnomer of, of, of what we do or the biggest misunderstanding of like this, everything is fake community. What we are trying to explore is there's, there's a great truth right in front of us. It's right there. It is, it is, it is always hidden in plain sight. However, the lights are so blinding, the false light being projected through this experience, through this realm, through this simulated experience, expression of humanity, I think we are. I think we're absolutely blinded, um, and you know, they, they said the sheep would follow the stars. <laughs> you know, we get blinded, we get blinded, and we, we we really can't really see the direction. We just follow the we follow the false light. And I think that I think that what we are experiencing now is. You know, it's funny because the Great Awakening, I think it's right. I think that there is a Great Awakening happening. It's not necessarily what Q, you know, it's not necessarily like the mass arrests and all this stuff, but there is, um, like 2020 means clarity, clear vision. There's a reason all of this stuff happened in 2020. Just, we've been told forever that 2020 means clear vision. There's something really special about the, the year of clear vision being the year of the great awakening, being the year that people began to question, uh, that the systems, that the, 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 polarity, the division, uh, I don't know, asking big questions. And I think we're at a really cool space. So I'm not, I'm, I'm yes, everything could be fake and everything could be a psyop, but, but there is a great, there's there's a great truth, which I, I, I'm I'm trying. To, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to find. But I think it's in here. I got to find my truth. I got to find yes. my truth. Yes. And through that, I'm am trying to share that, and I will share that. <laughs> I love so sharing.
3: Real quick, that. do it's you my tr- do you think an AI wrote the Bible?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes scripted scripted they even call it scripture.
3: scripture oh,
0: she's right on that
3: <laughs> johnny is not johnny's uh his uh christian roots are not enjoying that he's a at young all. christian warrior he's you know he is not down for that johnny no, your I, I
2: think all this is fascinating i love this shit it's, I, it's, I
3: i love it well
0: too. i mean i grew up in catholic i was a catholic went to catholic school so i mean i'm right there with you i've got those same origins as well but uh We've never really talked about the Bible being written by AI. AI. I think that's fascinating. We'll have to talk about that. I
4: think all religious texts are essentially the same.
0: They all have the same story. I mean,
4: religion is the in of itself is essentially same. the same. It's all the same. It's all based it's all on the same, same,
0: same principles.
4: A, that same basic story. It's like a paint by numbers or like a plug and play, like a Mad Libs. It's like a Mad Libs that we just like whatever. But and all the stories, you know, all the there's there's a, there's a Messiah figure in every every world religion, especially you know all the moderns, all the big all the biggies. You know, there's there's like a Jesus like figure. Even Zeus. If you go back in the the old Greeks, you know those old bags, they had Zeus, which is like Jesus. You know, it's it's a uh, they, uh, they, they don't,
0: they don't really change it up that much. <laughs> no, the thing, yeah, thing I don't really, like about religion really is that I think that we are all gods. I, I think that we are interdimensional Bingo. beings. That we're coming down here for this human experience. It's almost like we're getting our Girl Scout badges. So we can go back up and ascend to a different <laughs> level. But that uh, we reality is so real that we are this interdimensional being, and we are born, and we wake up. And it's so real that we literally forget everything that happened before that moment. Blinded by and the light. Yeah. I think a, our whole life is kind of getting back to that source and figuring out what our lesson was here. And I believe in the soul contract and all that type of thing. But then there's religion. Who is this? I don't know what to call it. It always goes up it, and out. Religion it always teaches, is, goes up teaches and out. you to look never outside end. of yourself never for end. the answer. When I think, like, my biggest issue with religion growing up uh, as a Catholic was um, confession. I, I could not understand mm-hmm. why there needed to be this intermediary between me and the supposed God, you know, mm-hmm. that I, I'm telling my sins to, and he's going to absolve me by telling me to go pray our Father five times mm-hmm. and Hail Mary eight times. Well, that yeah. never, mm-hmm. I, I could never get that. It never resonated with me. It never made sense. And the more I learn about religion, it's just that they separate us from ourselves. And there's so many silly things that we talk about these days that I'll bring up something that people will say, oh, automatically that's satanic. Ooh, you know. And the thing about religion for me, well, before I get to that, everything boils down to love and fear. You're either operating out of love or you're operating out of fear at any moment of any time of any day. And for me, religion really fucking hones in on the fear. And you start doing everything through fear, and there's this shame and this guilt attached mm-hmm. to like everything you do and you want. And religion doesn't really seem to help that for me. It, it just, it, it pigeonholes people into this corner where, again, you think that some third party is coming to save you. You have faith in this party other than yourself because somebody told you to believe in them, like Q, like Jesus, like whatever, insert whatever religious figure you want to insert here. And that religion teaches you to put your faith and your trust in that person way before you put your faith and trust in yourself. And I, I, I think that's very intentional by whom, the people I call the architects, which I don't really know who those people are, but you know,
3: that is I couldn't interesting. agree more. Who are the architects?
0: Are okay. Well, Oh, this is something I wanted to say earlier. I was listening to your podcast, your last podcast about the Rothschilds. Jay and I here, I mean, the Rothschilds are a psyop, in my opinion. The all Rothschilds the might exist. Men, yeah. They mm-hmm. might exist, and they, they li- likely do exist. But really, we live in this world right now where we know who the bad guys are, and we mm-hmm. know all the bad guys in the world and who they are and what family they are. And... You know sometimes it's like those Rothschilds they got us again <laughs> you know like those bad guys No they I know run what you're world. saying
3: I know what you're saying but they're what if they fucking the, run the world What if what if in this dimension that is their role
0: No they're like the general managers of the world yeah, The general managers most, of They're most yeah, de- What they're like what if the they're here
3: to What if this realm is a realm in which in this particular realm satanic pedophiles are are constantly trying to dominate and you come down here and cuz Buddha believes that you know there that this realm we're here to learn the universe is here to learn what if yes. what if they are part yes, so. of what this realm is which is to learn how to deal with the pain and suffering and to get through it and to show love what if they're a part of that
0: well, I also think
3: Satanism is a psyop, oh, but yes. No Satanism <laughs> is might. a psyop for sure, one hundred percent. But you don't believe there could be low frequency demons, high high frequency entities? I think
4: they project really evil things onto us, and then we the, it's like a copycat killer. I don't think our real serial killers that we know of as like the biggies I don't think they're real, but I think that they do create a, a uh, within reality There's there's a, water, there's, an, there's a there's an effect, there's an effect right. there's an imprint that happens. Yes. They, feed these, these, they feed us these they feed us these things and archety-
0: I, archetypes, and then we become the character. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. right, they say you know. Well, we're, if we don't learn history, we're doomed to repeat it. That's bullshit. They force feed us history
2: so quite that a, we a, do
4: repeat it. Yeah, big air quotes on lowercase h history. Yeah, like it's it's not. It's it's all. It's uh They want us. They feed us this information, garbage in, garbage out. We talked about that earlier. It's uh, our history, our our fascinations. I like to think of these people as it's it's all like one big Scooby. I agree episode. with everything you know, you're at the saying. end of this episode. We're gonna take that mask off of the the boogeyman and be like, it was that guy. It's you know, a rough it's child. like who would have guessed? It was a Rothschild. No, oh, no, I understand no. what
3: you're saying, but I do believe. I mean, like, who knows what this thing is and. My little human meat soup brain isn't going to be able to compute it because I don't think we're meant to but compute it. Don't talk right? to yourself like that. No, no, no. But listen, I think that listen, listen. Life is beautiful. Life no, is beautiful. One hundred percent. And what I'm saying doesn't change any of that. What I'm saying is like we are part of the universe. We're here to have a human experience, and within that human experience, yeah. we we are allowed to understand certain things. Like and we slowly do learn learn things, but there are levels that we're not supposed to understand because then we could just take over the game, or then the game wouldn't have its effect, right? Like maybe it's like, yes. and, and like within these things, like when you try to think about infinity, like your meat suit doesn't allow you to think about infinity. It just right. doesn't. It. it just right. stops you. Because if you understand that, yeah. then that could possibly lead to un- being able to dominate this realm. So I, I, I think they're like mm-hmm. it's like to me, it's like I say, it's Super Mario Man. Every level of Super
4: Mario, there was rules, right? Right? They always told only. 10% of our brain, like they, they always say that, like, oh, you, the humans can only use 10% of their brain. I think that is a little governor. They, like they, it's a self-imposed governor. governor. Switch, right? It's a governor switch. And what it really does, I think what they're really doing, like the brainwashing and the conditioning and the garbage in is just so good that, yeah, we're maxed. We're maxed at 10 Because like we're closed in, we're boxed in on this really small version, this really small expression of what this thing really is. Yeah. And so, yeah, the 10% of our brains, I think that that is a bigger allegory for we are not experiencing what this realm could, should, and will be, which is so much greater Unless so you unlock greater.
3: those levels and it's possible to unlock, but you can't unlock those levels unless you master the level below. Right. What if that is, what yeah. if the only people who are allowed to unlock these higher levels must have an understanding of those, of the levels before that. Like you just can't give, it's like giving a million dollars to a 16 year old kid and be like, yeah, use it wisely. <laughs> Use it wisely. Uh, Next thing you know, he's a fucking doing blow off everybody's buttholes and, yeah. and he's lost it all and he's crash and burn. Now he's on trial for murder because he fucking chucked some chick who wouldn't get weird with him Classic. off a balcony. You know, like it, with great Classic. power becomes great responsibility, right? And maybe you're not allowed to yeah. fully access everything in your brain because you haven't gotten the, shown the responsibility to understanding that. And it's like,
0: yeah, I got to disagree with you there.
3: Okay. Ooh, okay. I, I, went I, I went on a nice beach right there. Was going to fucking jump off. It. You're I'm like, it, Sam. Nope, not today. All right. <laughs> I, so- I want to
0: hear what my girl has to say. No, just very briefly. I think all of that could be true, but I don't think that, I think I have all the potential in myself right now. I think, I think everything that we've just talked about, the, the, you know, you can only access 10% of your brain, um, religion, you know, the, the answer is not within you. The, the answer is outside of you. The thought that there are levels of enlightenment within this existence. I think all of that is the same things that we've been kind of talking about this whole time, that the architects create these things. I think at its very baseline human existence, we're supposed to come down here and have this rich experience and, and learn these lessons and experience life. I think we get down here and we realize, Oh shit there's a lot of people that came down here that love the power, that love the greed and love the things that they can do in this reality. And so I think they create some of these levels for us that in reality don't actually exist, but because we're so into all the psyops, the nine to five, the American dream, you know, okay. Tell me about kids kids in the white picket fence.
3: Tell me about kids (laughs) being a psyop again.
0: Well, that's JK. (laughs) Oh, you think. I would like to have a kid. But JK, oh, you have I'll, kids, I'll, I'll right? You have no. kids? Me?
1: Yeah. No. Oh, you don't we're, have kids?
0: We are single, no kids, uh, ready single to ladies. Mingle, uh, like,
4: uh, single. Oh, the single. Oh, the
1: single. Oh, you guys are uh, about no. to get DM'd no, 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 up no. the ass. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys, guys might are going fucked up. So <laughs> many I think you guys just fucked People up. People are going
3: to be wanting to put kids in you. But listen. Why do you think kids are.
4: The closed. The closed. Okay.
3: Listen, I just got to start. Yeah.
1: But I, I, it's
3: very interesting because uh, it's very interesting. One of the most vocal people against kids are people uh, are women in particular who don't have kids. And I just want and it's very interesting because as a per, as a guy who went very long in his life with having no kids and th- and even argued for that. That just because you don't have kids, haven't that doesn't mean you haven't maximized your life, and I still to this day believe that. Like, but I would. There's nothing in this world that you could give me that would say, "But you gotta give up your kids." There's there's not enough money and anything in the world that I would I would do if it meant I had to give up my kids. I I so I I've been on both I sides. Think that's of the, the point of
0: Versailles. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, a tether,
4: a tether to the matrix. You know the word mother. The word matrix means mother. It means womb. M A T R. Mater.
3: Okay. Means mother.
4: Matrix. Matrix means mother. Okay. There is something about the the bringing of a generational entity of, of yourself, bringing your flesh, bringing your blood into this world that tethers you to this experience societal cultural cultural experience it's very difficult to raise a wild child you know what i mean like outside of the system or outside not not teaching i personally believe everything we've ever been told about space is is false i believe that i can't believe you'd
3: space say that space. not you uh,
4: you can't believe that me i'd say that oh, <laughs> you know, i'm kidding no. i gotta tell you my yeah. hot take on
0: space later <laughs> Yeah. But you
4: know, it's it would be very difficult for me to to you know, if I send a child if I have a kid and i or if anybody has a kid and they send you and I send them to the public educational system, uh, which I believe the public educational system is not intended or designed to yield an educated public. It's designed to put us in these thoughts, these slips, these thoughts. So, yeah, anyway, everything's a sign up. But, um, you know, I, I think about that. I, I, weigh, I weigh that. I weigh that in my personal. Would I be able to be, to explore freely? And maybe this is just, maybe I just have this experience. You know, I still have maybe a few more years of reproductive, whatever. I'm a 36-year-old woman, so I'm already past my prime, whatever. But maybe I've got a couple, maybe I've got this little time where, but right now where I am and in my, in my ability to, and where the types of thoughts that I want to allow myself to think and the types of uh, the behavioral actions that I, that I am trying to, to, to the, the purposeful steps, each, each thought, step, experience, action, uh, behavior, intuition, all of our immaterial ideas, thoughts, imaginations, I think everything is a step within this game, a step on the game board, a move on the game board. And my move at the moment is to be purposefully childless because I think that that affords me a physical mental and intellectual freedom that i'm not quite ready to give up because i just found i just got it i just got this a year ago pretty much
0: and i i
3: i I understand what you're saying i do understand i do understand and when do you
0: have time if you get off work come home take care of the kids do their homework feed them put them to bed like when do you ever have time for an intellectual thought
3: well, uh, everything. Right well, I mean, I, I, right we're two hours into <laughs> a very generally. intellectual thought. I mean, but I, I guess I, I, I if can you're only. you're
4: not a podcaster by day. Yeah. I mean. Right. Oh, oh j- just most people, like most people. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you know,
3: I just think, uh, I think uh, I, I, all I can say is that it's, it's this kind of love that you just really can't explain and it's just a little different and. It's to be weird. honest with you, having kids has made my life. And listen, I do not want to argue to anybody who don't doesn't want to have kids that they should have kids. That is not what I'm doing right now. If you're, at, I just want to find out what is the psyop of having children. I
4: oh, let me say one thing. I think the psyop is that everyone should. I think some people know they want children are are. And it's the most beautiful thing, and it's the fullest expression, and it's the most true expression of themselves. Yeah. But the psyop lies in telling every single woman that you have to have kids or telling every single man, you have to sire a family for your generational duties. You know, I think that there's a sign up within that. I get my motto is you do you boo boo, you know, and my, and my boo boo is not having a baby. Yeah. So I, uh,
3: I, 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 I I totally understand what you're saying. I totally understand. To me, there's something about and it fits into the, the model of abundance for me, which fits mm. into, you know, spreading love. Okay. Which is like the, yeah. the law of attraction, model of abundance, love thy neighbor. Okay. I just think those are all op- uh, separate things. They're all steps to the same thing. And having a child is a, a part of that, which is, you know, helping another person, uh, selfless love, all that stuff. I do not want to argue okay. to have children. I just want to hear if you thought there was a PSYOP done in that to, yeah. to control us. And there are, is part of that, to have kids lock you down, to have less choices in life. But I also know freely I give up those things, like wanting to, uh, you know, it's like, do I want to see the world? Of course, but I go, I'll do it if I'm lucky enough to live long enough to they go to school and I'll go do that right there. So, but, um, I, again, I don't want to argue of the, for having kids if that's not what you want to do. That's you're one
1: of the me. only person that made me think, like, oh, damn, that love is real. Because you did not want kids. I did, you,
3: I, I, I had a weird just, thing. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I wanted my mother to have grandkids more than I wanted to have kids. Uh, but yeah. now that I have them, I just... Here's all I got to say about my daughters is that I do not, at 48 Ninja, years old... Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do not remember a time without them. Isn't that um, weird? I didn't have them till I was forty seven and I was like, I, I don't remember was well,
2: I'm not. curious though, what are what are your takes on that love he feels are you is that is that programming? Is is it biochemicals, no, that's you know? Uh, you, no, okay. that's, that's most a real definitely thing. real. Okay. That's real.
0: But <laughs> love is it comes down to it? I don't think there's any such thing as a universal truth in, in reality. Ooh, and we can talk okay. about that in a second. But <laughs> Sometimes I think having kids is kind of like being in CrossFit or being a vegan or something like that. Like you become a vegan, yeah. you get into CrossFit, and you want to tell everyone about it, and they have to do it the way that you do it, and they're not experiencing life or the human existence unless they've got kids and they're doing it your way. At the end of the day, I, I would love to have children. Uh, I'm JK and I differ in that way, and I always saw myself having a ton of kids. That's That's changed over time. But um, I'm not going to do that by anyone else's standards or because somebody else told me to or because it's expected from me from society. Society is bullshit. Society is a psyops. So if oh, I want to have kids my... and they bring me that level of love, then that's a choice I make. And I'm, I'm never going to have a kid and then go meet someone else and be like, oh, my God, you have to do this. You, you're not you haven't yeah, experienced love or you either. haven't experienced life. Yeah,
3: I'm with you because on
0: that. My life and your life could be very similar but could be very different and and what i find fulfilling and you find fulfilling are two different things and that's okay here's my only it's a, problem it's okay to be different
3: with modern feminism and not that oh, you're doing feminist. feminist you're not Do a not feminist yeah a we're feminist. not feminists. i don't think no, you're a feminist sure. i need i should have prefaced that i really don't think you guys are feminists but uh, no what, sir and only there's because, a
0: four-letter word around here
3: yeah i and i, I and it's and I guess I would have this discussion and it just happens to be that you're both female that I'm having this because I, I don't mean it towards you on that. But one thing that I don't like about feminism and the, the narrative of not having kids is that um, I think there's so many people, out women who later on regretted not having kids, but push so a narrative worry about that. Well, because let me tell you why because it gets back to this notion that there is a, there is a lie being perpetrated from one generation to another. And I watch it happen all the time where people push a certain narrative on a younger generation. And then at, at, when behind closed doors or when they're talking to people, they trust, it's a complete utter one eighty. That's all I'm saying is like, listen, man, if you don't want to have kids, don't have kids. If you want to focus on your career, focus on your career. But if, you and your, you, and this goes to men too. And I do it with stand up comedy when young comics come to talk to me and they're like, what do you got any advice? I give them the advice I did and then what people, my successful friends did. Because I have a different kind of success than what they have, right? You're very successful, Sam. Well, I'm I'm very blessed, but it's like a whole different thing than some of my really great friends, like Theo Vaughn or the Segoras, and all them have. It's a different thing. Mm-hmm. But I tell them both sides. Them I tell them both sides, and I feel with all culture that there is a there is a lie passed down, and this gets to the generational trauma, and that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And. I don't have kids. I, I don't want this to be about that. That's my only issue is that I see – and it's not just feminists. It's just of any group that, uh, uh, that is pushing a culture lies to the next generation, and that's my only
2: hear, when, when And also when you hear Bill Gates talking about population control, you just kind of want to th- – well, while right he has office. kids,
3: yeah, exactly. such a a he's such a boogeyman.
4: It's Let's all, talk yeah. about that briefly. We're never going to fill this place up. There's so much land. Anytime you get up on a plane, you look down, like
0: <laughs> sure. there's plenty of land. There's I don't believe of land that 7 billion me. people exist. I think that's a totally. Oh, there's I, no way. I, I, listen, and secondly, I'm not arguing
3: it, with that. Do you think it's more or less?
0: Oh, most definitely less. less. Oh, okay, hold on. Yeah. Let me get back to that in a second. Even if 7 billion people did exist, like Gates, whole agenda is a psyop. If they yeah, wanted it really to kill the us, yeah. they would kill yeah. us. If they wanted to reduce seven eighths of the population, then we would have a, a deadly virus. But it's not about a real. That. <laughs> it's about yeah. control and all the things that we've been talking about today. They can't control you directly. But look at what we fucking did. We created a wow. pandemic. We took away some of your civil liberties. We we got you to agree to give up your civil liberties because that's how fucking stupid everyone is. Yeah, But 9/11. at the Nine end 11. of the day if, if they wanted us dead We would be dead Very no.
3: interesting I, I totally agree with everything no. you're saying
0: 7 I, billion people though There might be 7 billion people But I don't think they're all real So we can get into like an NPC discussion Oh yeah what about that characters. Johnny's like it's we gotta end
3: deep. the show But I'm mean, <laughs> well yeah, we to time NPC to to let's talk to me about some NPC shit
0: uh, I, okay, so NPC is a non-player character, for anybody listening who doesn't know, and we haven't really got into that much simulation theory, but JK and I think that, okay, I don't think the world is round or hollow or flat. I think it it probably changes every day, depending on what you're thinking about. But it's whatever both, you
3: think it is. We
0: both think that, it's, that we're rendering. So think of the world as like on a flat like video a realm, game. First person player game. game. Yeah, we're right. in realm. Now I think if of the people that exist in this world, maybe five or ten percent are actually real. I think the rest are either projections of the simulation itself by the architects or projections of our own simulation. like we're projecting. Am I people. real? I don't know, Sam. Well, do, they, do the people who is, are Jessica's the only one I don't know Johnny. here. Is she real? Question is <laughs> is Jessica these, real? Well, I'm
2: I'm curious, do the non player characters do they have an internal life? And and if they do, do they know that, that they're uh, non existent?
0: We get into a discussion, and theres I think there's two types of non-player characters. I think there are ones that are actually projections of the simulation, and they're just characters. And they have stories, and it's like the Sims, and they're going on in the background. I think we all can become non-player characters in the way that you experience life. Yeah. Do you mean life? that more so meta- metaphorically that.
2: or literally? Do you mean that metaphorically or literally become non-player? I
4: believe that no. I was a non-player character for the first 35 years of my life in a sense that I none of the decisions that I was making were truly my decisions. None of the the free will actions that I believed that were my free will actions this all was just just a path that was carved out for me that I was just following and agreeing to and then believing that I was making purposeful decisions and my own you know just like going to, to going agreeing to go to twelve year k through twelve agreeing to go to to college after that thinking it was my own decision when in reality I just really had no choice immediately going into a nine to five corporate job immediate uh, home ownership uh every yeah, married getting married mm-hmm. everything i believed i was willfully will willingly making these decisions and in many ways i was but it was out of a pre designed pre coded I didn't know any better. I didn't know I had another choice outside of this. If I were able to do everything over again, I would make many, many, many divergent decisions. Um, well, Can I I'll take be- back because I really love where I am at this very moment. And I think that all of, all of the, <laughs> My journey has Everything led me exactly here. Reason. Everything happens for a reason. So I, I actually do question. I, I, so I actually do. And I'm very thankful that I took the path that I did. But I, ha, but I do recognize that my, what well, my true path, what I believe my, my actual true purpose and path in life was, uh, is, is only now, only now in alignment with the path I'm living, the path I, I, I believed myself to be, to be purposefully choosing. Um, it's only now aligned. Am I actually uh, moving and, and choosing and deciding and navigating in the direction that I believe that I, I, I am designed that I was I, my purpose here.
3: Yeah. Interesting.
4: But before in my 3d life, we like to call it me, Marley, my memory. I like to call it our, our 3d selves, the corporate selves the, you know, this, I still very much live in this like projection of, you know, as human vibration as I am on the weekday, you know, on the weeknights or whatever, like at night human vibration night night, but you're a 5d you know, the, uh,
3: weekend warrior. <laughs>
0: I'm oh, 5 oh, D yeah. navigating in a three D world. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming Can I be with five
3: D self. Uh, NPC for somebody else. Like you ever see people walking by and you did? They're just walk. You're like, that is such a like an, a fucking Sims. Oh, well, dude, it's like an that NPC. story this
2: week about that woman who gave uh, somebody a vaccine shot six times. You know, she was just on a loop in her brain and just mm-hmm. loaded up six. Yes. six what, what vaccine? She's yeah, she's
4: coded from life in loop mode.
3: Right. Is that person
2: done? Yeah. No, they were fine. They went yeah. to the hospital and they were fine.
3: She's got superpowers now. Ladies, this <laughs> the J&J. was wonderful. Thank you. so I could go talk to oh, you, you guys for hours. Off. I'm not cutting you off. This has been like a two-hour <laughs> show. What are you talking <laughs> about? You I'm cutting you off. This
4: was excellent. Okay. This was excellent, Sam. This, this was was
2: excellent. is one Thank of the longer
3: so shows we've done. would you lot, agree, lot, Johnny? Lot
2: months and months. Maybe a year or more. Yeah, right? when was the last time we went? Yeah,
3: we could go on for hours.
2: I, we could...
4: All night, baby girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have met
3: you guys in my blow days. Um, so, ladies, can you tell them where, uh, where they can find you?
4: Oh, oh, we get to plug ourselves. Okay, I am Human Vibration. I'm, I live on Twitter mostly, at Human Vibration. Um, I have a podcast called Real Eyes Radio. I do that with a couple of other guys. I have a new podcast with I'm my, we got to talk about our new podcast. Yes. Okay. I'm going to let you take that away. So realize radio, I, I my vibration at realize radio. Those are my two things. Take it away. My, my twin flame.
0: Okay. I am. I'm my Maria seven, seven, seven. Uh, you can find me at my Maria 777.com. My Twitter is that way as well. I've been taken off Instagram a couple times. So my current Instagram is my Maria with an extra a seven, seven, seven. I've got a podcast. It's pretty killer. Go check it out. And JK and I here are going to take all these wild, like we love to talk simulation and NPCs and all this stuff all the time. But at the end of the day, a lot of that's really fucking heavy. And people, mm-hmm. I think, get tired of it sometimes, even though we find it fascinating. but it's exhausting. <laughs> what? Um, I think it's such an interesting discussion to take all of those theories that we're talking about and then actually apply them in the real world because a lot of times we are just we're talking theory like we did here today but uh she's she's newly single newly soon to be single i am i'm very single and so we thought that it's time to have a little podcast on mating in the matrix okay how about how about (laughs) sex
3: and assimilation how about that one (laughs) would you call uh, it sex in the so, city yeah, sex and assimilation.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so Maybe. we've got exactly. a a new podcast coming out it's called mating in the matrix the first episode will be on my platform it's going to be number 69 of course but otherwise <laughs> we're going to be on 69. patreon hey you this guys ha- be... have you
3: heard of Rockfin?
0: we might
4: have to offload offline with you on that yeah. to. Right. i don't we'll know talk anything about, about rock that. finn yeah well, I, uh, I,
3: I I love you guys. I love the energy. Uh, I could talk to you guys literally for hours, and uh, I think it was great. And we did,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could talk for more, <laughs> Johnny. more hours, Johnny. Got. All, all the hours. Johnny, all, all the, the hours. hours. Go subscribe. Okay. Um, go subscribe
0: to uh, Meeting in the Matrix on Patreon. Go
3: <laughs> subscribe. Hopefully, we'll get also, him on Rockfin at some point
0: realize radio on patreon and all major platforms but we have a little special patreon show too all right
3: guys. You know all right guys, we're, take- we're gonna
0: break down dating and sex and relationships and npcs and talk about can my you fuck goal NPC? at the end of the year
1: uh, uh, yeah. uh, michael
0: <laughs> what
1: can you fuck an npc uh, <laughs> we're
4: <gonna talk> about- <laughs> i don't want to fuck one <laughs> Talk. It's what if all stop, the lady.
2: NPCs have big dicks? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what, if, what, 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 what if they're just the, the ones that really sling at right?
3: yeah, Well, like, be, well if you have a dick, is dick is over like coding. nine inches, you're
2: an NPC. That's just.
0: Oh, don't say that.
4: There's, there should be hope for us out there, right? <laughs> Putting the P in NPC.
3: <laughs> but, hey! With that, we're going to end on that. Well, I, Once uh, Made in the Matrix going, we'll have you guys back on. We'll do a big push and we'll, uh, we'll, a- we'll answer questions. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Guys, thank you so much for uh watching the show. We love you very much. Uh I hope to see everybody in Minneapolis and then at ShitCon Shitcoin twenty twenty one in Miami. And then I'll see you in Texas with Eddie and yep. and Xavier Griff. Yeah. Come yep. to Houston. We're doing a show. Going to, I mean we're working on Nashville as well So uh, we're doing it But uh, if you guys are in Texas coming out We're going to be in Houston We're going to shooting a lot of stuff I appreciate you guys very much I'll talk to you soon And uh, we'll do it again soon Take care everybody Love you swarm Bye bye We go deep homeboy boys Open your mic Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional idea. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
0: This is only the beginning.
3: Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim Foil hat.